Hello and welcome to another timely and consistent episode of Say Station Report. I'm your host Dustin and with me is Cotter. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm doing good. It's only been five, six months since our last episode. <laughs> Look, things happen. Maybe one no. of us has a brand new shiny computer to account with some computer issues <laughs> that have been happening over the last year. Yeah, I would say so. things are still happening, which you might hear on my side. They're putting in new floor, so <laughs> it might yeah. be loud. Yeah, I have a new computer, new, so new setup. I'm also in a different room than I normally am in, and we're house-sitting a dog who's very loud, so there's going to be lots of noise happening, as per usual with these reports, since we're kind of getting back in the swing of things, or at least trying to. I'm not really going to be editing this apart from just slapping these together and maybe doing some overall stuff. So sorry about that. The loud noises and such. We're going to try to keep it to a minimum, but you know, we're, we're trying to get, we're trying to get back into this, right? So nothing too crazy on our end. So again, apologies if that gets annoying. We're hoping it won't be a big deal, but just so the listeners know, but as of recording this yesterday, we had two big gaming events and we thought what a perfect time for us to come back, do something easy and just recap the Nintendo Direct and the PlayStation State of Play both happened on the 14th of September 2023, in case you stumbled onto this 10 years in the future. And also didn't yeah, read the title of the podcast you're listening to. <laughs> of course, yes. Um, yeah, I... You know, shout out to Nintendo for um, having people theorize on when a new Direct is going to happen for months and months and months, and then being like, yeah, tomorrow... <laughs> always a fun time always makes me excited for the next day to see it um i didn't learn about the playstation showcase until mm, maybe an hour before it happened and even then i was at work so i watched it on my lunch break and it was thankfully very short yeah um with like it's so it's so funny with the like the downfall of twitter i feel like my my experience with the speculation has just withered like <laughs> Like, I was like, oh, there's a new one of these. Cool. Right, yeah. It's mainly just people are always wanting a new Nintendo Direct because people want games they're excited about to be announced. But, yeah, there's they're never like, oh, it's next week. Get excited. It's like, no, it's tomorrow. Yeah. And it's always a fun day when we have multiple of these in one day, too. It gives me that, like, old E3 vibes. And then, you know, I like watching all the fun commercials, I guess. Yep. Um... But yeah, so we're actually going to start with the PlayStation State of Play since that one's shorter. Um, first, and we're going to yeah just kind of recap everything that was announced, talk about our feelings on them if we have them. And yeah, that's just basically how these go. So let's get it started. Um, PlayStation State of Play opened up with a AAA banger. <laughs> yeah, I was honestly kind of surprised when I clicked on it because it was, you know, I was watching it at work. It was already after it happened, but it's a lot shorter than these usually are. I um, feel like the it, state of plays are typically this length. I feel like they're not usually longer than this. I I usually think they're about like 45 minutes to pushing an hour. They don't usually cross that. Um, this is like just under 30 minutes. <laughs> um, 
Usually I know this because I get a 30 minute lunch break and I usually don't finish them, but this time I did. So, yeah. Um, and I would say overall, overall opinions on this, I, I liked it. I think it was just short enough, not for me not to get bored with it. And also just showed me a bunch of stuff I had, I hadn't heard of or hadn't seen. Um, even if I wasn't interested in it that I could learn about and be like, oh, okay, that's a thing coming out. That's cool. Um, and that's typically what I look at these things for. So I, I had a good time with this one. Yeah. The only thing was like, we got, in this rev- in this show, there's basically only one new game reveal. <laughs> I think all the rest of them we had heard about before, uh, or have been out already. Yeah, or, or yeah, and I think part of that too is like this is a bigger stage. Like the first game on here, we'll just get to it. Baby Steps, which is the new game from what's his name, Bennett Foddy, ben- right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting over it with Bennett Foddy, obviously, which was a big like Twitch game. Um, and this is like a like a different take. It's more like co-op esque, but it's a three D game. Um, looks weirdly nice, <laughs> like yeah, like really nice production values, which is kind of fun for a game like that. Uh, yeah, like full voice acting and character animations and stuff. I was like, oh, this looks cool. <laughs> but like to the point of like, this is a bunch of games we know about. This is a game that was revealed before, but I don't think this is a game the the general public knows about. And I do think these kind of reach more of a pool of people so i kind of understand why they do this stuff i mean evidence to that i didn't know this game existed before yeah so yeah exactly so well, well you say like oh it's a bunch of things we know about i i kind of understand why we do this and why this happens this way and, and I, I respect it for what it is i i had seen this game before um it looks very funny <laughs> so i'll just say about it i don't think i'll oh, play it, it. Good, yeah. I, I think it looks like it'll be frustrating but uh i'll probably watch somebody play it um yeah this one out of all of them i think this is the one that i might actually give a shot because it looks fun (laughs) Um. it does look fun and it looks like they did a lot of um voice work like he's muttering about specific things he's doing which seemed like yeah i couldn't tell if that was just a trailer thing or if that's in the final game but you know they put in the work regardless which is cool yeah um next we had ghostbusters rise of the ghost lord (laughs) for playstation vr um is this gonna convince you to buy a psvr2 uh god no um especially due to the fact that it's like a four-player co-op game which we see a lot of those and it's not surprising it's just a really hard sell for a vr platform because that involves at least one other if not more of your friends to also own psvrs yeah for a very niche product (laughs) yeah big investment so it's a hard sell. It's like I've seen other multiplayer VR games that look super cool and I've never gotten them mainly because I'm the only one I know that owns a VR and even then it's a weird <laughs> PC one, right? Like so yeah, I hopefully it's got crossplay with the PC version cuz yeah, I I I don't see this having a population for that, but whatever. Um unless you play with random people, but it doesn't seem like the kind of game oh okay a vr game that looks very cool though playstation 4 remake vr yes the resident evil 4 oh man i'm still not gonna buy a playstation vr 2 but (laughs) that looks very cool this is the one that's getting you close (laughs) it did look cool it's funny because the um the vr remake of the original game also was like oh i want to play that (laughs) That's that was the main thing I couldn't get off my mind during that trailer was 
oh yeah they already did this right like <laughs> they did but it's like weirdly exclusive to that oculus but specifically the oculus quest 2 for some reason yeah because i have an oculus rift s which is a good headset and it plays stuff on my computer but even though you can connect to the oculus store you can't buy that so i've never played it um yeah so i was like okay there's Resident Evil 4 VR exclusive to the Quest 2 and then Resident Evil 4 VR exclusive to the PlayStation VR 2 but they're different. <laughs> they're not the same game, right? Like right, this is the remake. So and presumably it's just the whole game like Resident Evil 7 and 8 were, so I mean that's cool, that's a lot and it's free. It's a free update, yeah. so yeah, for sure. Neat. Um and then next we got Resident Evil 4 Separate Ways which I am very excited about. Uh, yes, this was... Well, in the original, it was exclusive to different re-releases. It was, was that on the PS2 one? I think or? it was the PS2 one and then every subsequent the re-release. Yeah, the Wii everything. PS4 and everything. But like, um, yeah, did you see that this is not a free update though? Yeah, it's 10 bucks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's not surprising. It, for something that was included in the base game, it's a little upsetting, but like 10 bucks is not much. And for all the work that went into it, again, totally reasonable. Yeah, I mean, I will say Resident Evil 4 Remake is not a game. I was like, oh man, you really skimped on content. Right, <laughs> it's like a yeah. 30 hour game. So I'm not I'm not upset about that personally. Um, it also comes with Mercenaries content, which I think that part might be free. I think uh, that is free, yeah. So cool uh yeah we'll see about that it's it's fairly cheap so i i probably will dig into that resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games of the year so far so i'm, I'm pretty interested in that um next week someone who hasn't picked up resident evil 4 and it's already like 40 bucks yeah i'll spend an extra 10 not a, not a yeah, big problem oh god you need to play that it's it's so good <laughs> oh yeah uh next we had avatar avatar frontiers of pandora uh on december 7th Oh, we should say Separate Ways is coming out September 21st. Um, so I thought it would week. be released like now, so I was a little like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, but it still, gave like off that Shadow Drop is... vibe, that trailer. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, cool. Yeah, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora coming out December 7th. I'm vaguely interested in this one. I really like the, the Avatar art direction world. Um, and also, I've for like years now had a hankering for a far cry game but all the modern ones seem super bloated so we'll see um this looks very far cry-esque to me at least in the trailers that might not actually be true but i wouldn't surprise me um so it's a we'll see for me yeah i got no real interest in the avatar world so uh pass but the Another trailer might sell me on the gameplay, but this one was very much like, here's the world. If you like the world, then you'll like this game. And I'm like, eh. It okay. did look like a very kinetic first-person shooter, which I, I like. Like, there's parts where, you know, they're shooting a machine gun, jumping up, and then switching to a rocket launcher. And uh, that's another thing, too, is I feel like we just don't get a lot of modern FPS games anymore. At least modern big-scale ones. We get a bunch of indie boomer shooters. But I, so there's there's stuff there speaking to me, but I'm still on a wait-and-see kind of thing. Yeah, with that one. Um, next one, big one for us. Ghost Runner Two got a new trailer coming October twenty sixth. Unfortunately, <laughs> like why? Um, oh, and a demo available the same day. 
as 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 the direct or as the this presentation. So September fourteenth, it was available and still is. Yeah, um, yeah. Ghost Runner was a very pleasant surprise when I when we played it. We played it for the show. There's reviews somewhere in our feed. Um, yeah, Ghost Runner One was a very fun game, and I only played the DLC like a last week or two, um, specifically because I knew two was coming out. They're great, <laughs> and two yeah, looks to be just even bigger and better than the other ones the only thing is like some of the mechanics i'm like okay well if you still die in one hit they would be frustrating to use slower mechanics repeatedly but you play the demo why don't you share what's going yeah, on yeah so um guess what it's more ghost runner <laughs> and oh, good. it's great it's still that same like platforming then you get to an arena um where you gotta figure out how to deal with all the enemies uh the, the things during those portions of gameplay that they added are, are pretty minimal you can now grind on rails like goddamn sonic the hedgehog and that's pretty cool <laughs> Oh, great. Fantastic. Um, so that rips. Um, there's There are new enemies that are basically other ghost runners. They have like all the same abilities. They can wall run and chase you around the arena, which feels like a smart inclusion because it forces you to be constantly moving. Um, so there's some cool stuff in there. Uh, but yeah, very minimal changes to that gameplay, at least in that demo. Uh, but then we get to a section where you're riding a bike. Um, and it's this section where you have to like you're chasing somebody and um, you have to keep up speed. Otherwise you'll lose. So it's constantly encouraging to go super fast. And I really enjoyed it. It feels like a, a very different style of gameplay than the main game, but also still similar enough that it's not going to be frustrating. It's a instant restart. So if you crash, you restart and you get fairly generous checkpoints and you just kind of have to keep on your toes and like, say there's like a door you need to open. You'll need to like smash into the power source of that door, which is a big, blue obvious blue thing you smash into it and the door opens so you continue to go and there's just a really incredible sense of speed and i actually really ended up enjoying that section a lot and i'm not sure how if the main game will have a ton of those or not but it, it was very fun in the demo nice yeah looking forward to playing the demo um probably tonight is when i'll get around to it but um yeah i know that they're not very complex games but they're immensely satisfying to play so very looking yeah. forward to that fair warning i played and platinumed that game about a month ago and also played the dlc and my skills atrophied like that <laughs> i was so <laughs> bad at the demo <laughs> so yeah i'll i'll also be playing it probably on pc which i just get better aim with that i don't know it's probably the better place to play them um for sure. Next, we had um, Deep Earth the, Collection. This is the three new colors for consoles and plates. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, so just new controllers. And I honestly, when they were showing that trailer, and this is probably just a consequence of viewing it on a screen and not physically, I was like, didn't they do already do that red? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they did like a deep red or like a... It was like a weird dark pink or something, but this is more of a flat red. Yeah, their um, colors yeah. are fine. <laughs> They're fine. I like. Um, I have the purple one, which I really like because it matches. Like, I have a Spyro controller holder. By the way, no Spyro for announcement. Real big bummer. Uh, but I have a Spyro yeah, holder, and it looks really <laughs> nice in there. So, if you can match it with something in your house, I think they look good. But they're they're kind of like they're not doing anything super fun with them. 
Yeah, I think that's the idea of selling matching plate covers as well as like, oh, you get to match it with your console. But aren't the plate covers still like $60? Yeah, they're really expensive for what they are. Yeah. Like if it's a collector's thing, I get $60 just cheaper than a new console. So I could see that. But the only one they've done recently is like Spider-Man and that sold out instantly. And also I wasn't a huge fan of. So bummer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not buying flat silver, right? Like (laughs) I think I'm okay. Yeah, and maybe those will look better in person, honestly. Like, if the silver's, like, shiny, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we got new trailer for Helldivers 2, and I believe a new date, which is February 8th, 2024. Um, I never played the original Helldivers. It always did look like fun, but it looks very co-op intensive. Um, and from what I understand, that game was kind of a party game. Like, it was a top-down shooter where it was pretty easy to kill your teammates and kind of get into like fun wacky times this one looks a little bit more serious yeah and this one also was like it wasn't just a straight trailer it was like a very scripted version of someone of a people playing it together which is always weird yeah but um you know in that they did kill their teammate with one of their attacks so like you could still i think it still has that energy it's just trying to be a little more serious for people who want a deeper gameplay experience. I mean, this is also like in a time when these games are everywhere and all of them want you to have your attention forever. So yeah, it's hard. Cause I think the first one was like around PS4 launch too. And I remember that being kind of big, but like, I I don't know if this one's going to get the attention it needs, which is, I I always feel bad for developers on this kind of stuff, but maybe it will. I don't know. There's, there looked like a cool mechanic where, um, you had to have your friend reload your rocket launcher in the trailer. So I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. Um, so if it's got a bunch of stuff like that, it could be pretty fun. Yeah. I um, The first time this was shown at a PlayStation showcase, I'm pretty sure, um, it did nothing for me. But I got some coworkers who were into it. So if they want to play together, then I might get it. But otherwise, it's a pass. <laughs> Marvel's Spider-Man 2. We got, a, we got some new gameplay of this. I I just want to play this game, honestly. Like, yeah, I think I'm at that point now, too. I've, uh, I'm not going to get to this, but I've been playing Gravity Rush 2, and um, it's it's fine. It's pr- fairly fun, but flying around that world, I'm like, man, this just makes me want to play Spider-Man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I want to be swinging around to that like, good, smooth gameplay, and I don't know if there's anything I could really talk about with this trailer. They showed off their like, instant fast travel, which looks really nice stuff like that it looks like it has the gta character switching stuff yep that was the main thing was like you get to switch between peter and miles and it does vary the gta thing like they were doing their own thing and now you're playing as them yeah here's peter doing sit-ups on the side of a building i'm like that's fun (laughs) like yeah yeah i'm pretty excited for that honestly um um this trailer only had me worried because they're like here's a billion and a half things and i was like oh yeah i forgot (laughs) so the original has that but like the original is so brilliantly designed where it kind of pushes you to 100 percent it incidentally oh yeah no i 100 percent it twice don't get me don't get it twisted but (laughs) like like when i replayed that game and i was just like i'm not gonna go collect everything as soon as it pops up i'm just gonna collect stuff as i go to missions and then when i got to the end of that game and went oh i 100 percent it that's how it's meant to be played oh that's brilliant so I had trust Insomniac with this stuff. I think they know what they're doing. Yeah, it's just the fact that the map is close to twice as the size. There's two characters. 
they each have their own abilities and gadgets and all of the side missions that are like cluttering the screen now i'm like oh yeah there's a lot and i'm it's also coming out around the same time as other games so that's why i'm like oh i don't want to be spending a ton of time on this if i got other stuff to play but you know it'll always be there is wild that's october 20th by the way in case you are living under a rock (laughs) is that the same day as mario mario okay and a week after Sonic and Ghost Runner is close Alan to that. Wake and Ghost Runner. Yeah, of course. Um, the one game I made an audible noise for. Yeah, I knew you'd be excited for this. Which, um, I don't know why this one. <laughs> it's just the one, because there are some, some exciting things in here. Tales of Arise Beyond the Dawn, October 9th. Let's fucking go. <laughs> November 9th, 9th. November 9th. Yeah. Um, a, a straight up sequel to Tales of Arise, which I, from what I understand, is weird for this series. They're more like Final Fantasy. Um, I'm so excited. <laughs> I was really it a like sequel Tales or of was Arise. it DLC? I think it's a sequel. Oh, this just brings me to the trailer. I'm fairly certain it is a sequel. Um, yeah, I mean. <laughs> That's that's also really soon for them to announce, right? It's like four and five. It does not say DLC on the trailer. I don't know. I just kind of assumed it was a DLC, but I've also never played this game, so. I mean, it's a couple years old, right? Twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah, sounds right. Um, and it looks like it's using some of the same areas and stuff, so kind of a, I don't know, but yeah, I I like that game a lot. I like the story and characters and world, so I, I'm into it. Um. Uh, Honkai Star Rail coming to PlayStation 4 October 9th. This is one of the many... Oh, that's a very pretty, cool-looking game that's also probably just a a slot machine, (laughs) actually. Yeah, this is a game that is coming to consoles for the first time now, but has been on mobile forever. It's also the same developers as Genshin Impact. Mm -hmm. So... That's kind of that. Yeah, I mean, if you're into that, cool. Oh, also weird. It's not on this rundown, but they did announce Roblox was coming. Oh, that okay. was before Baby Steps. Yeah, it was the first thing. Or it was in between Baby Steps and Ghostbusters. They're like, yeah, uh, welcome to Roblox on PlayStation. It's like, okay, they really glossed over it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, um, also, this is saying that Tales of Arise is an expansion. Okay, okay, cool. Cool, so good like to know. a pretty hefty expansion. Cool, good to know. I'm excited for that then. Um, if you really liked Final Fantasy 16, go play Tales of Arise, all right? I'll be the Tales of Arise influencer. I'll do it. That's the <laughs> only reason game. I'm interested is because I listen to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, yeah, Hawkeye Zero, that's coming October 9th, which is really soon, goddamn. Um well, it's already been out, so I'm assuming the people who play it are like, okay, cool. Yeah. Put it on the TV. Uh, Foam Stars Open Beta. <laughs> I keep forgetting this game exists. And every time oh they talk God. about it, it's the funniest thing in the world to me. Uh, September 29th to October 1st is that beta. Um, and it's coming out early 2024. Uh, Splatoon Clone? Yeah. Literally, I looked up Foam Stars because I was like, oh, I should find... I should, like... Um, 
I should actually watch the trailer, right? Because I kind of skimmed past it or wasn't paying attention. I was like, I should watch this and see what's up with it. So I Googled the trailer. Literally, like, every single result is, hey, is this a Splatoon clone? Or, hey, we played this Splatoon clone. Or, <laughs> like, it's just Splatoon again, but with Overwatch characters, right? Like, <laughs> and I'm yeah. sure it'll be fun, but, like, mm, something about the character design, it's just given me really, really bad vibes for whatever its monetary value or its monetary method is going to be. Yeah, they do have a very free to play character design aspect, like right. And it's, like I know that. that's not fair. Like that's the design, but like that's Blizzard's fault. <laughs> it's not really. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, if they sell it for forty to sixty dollars, and then that's it, then okay. That's like hard. I know that's a hard way to do multiplayer games nowadays, but it's also a Square Enix game. So yeah, will no, they I expect stick it with just... it. <laughs> Probably not. No, I expect it to be either free or 20 to 40 dollars and then have microtransactions as well like they haven't said anything like that but i'm that's what i'm expecting yeah this is coming for the company who put out a big final fantasy game that everybody liked and then said it was a failure so yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I, don't, I don't have a lot of faith in from stars uh, even if it's yeah. really good which it might be uh i will say it does look cool like it's not like splatoon where you're covering the floor you're because it's foam also, my dog wants out, so sorry if you can hear her. Um, but, like, you can, like, build structures with the foam and stuff, so it's got some ideas of its own. Um, it might be okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's if that's the highest thing we have to say for it, then uh, bummer. Yes. It's also hard because Splatoon exists and is really good <laughs> and also doesn't monetize a lot of stuff. It's like you yeah, buy it and that's true. it. So We'll be talking about that later on. Um, last thing though, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and got a release date finally. Even though I did not have a vocal reaction to it, still very excited. <laughs> oh man, it's yeah. So the only thing that has me concerned came after this, where the developers or some of the like leads were had write ups about it, and they're like, "Yeah, it'll be like a hundred hours of gameplay." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> okay." So I was um, thinking about that. I, they all say this. Remember the Dying Light thing where they were like, it's 500 hours. That's like a 40 hour game, maybe. <laughs> okay. Like, I, um, I, they always just try to buff up this stuff. And also, like, in that trailer, there looked like a bunch of minigame stuff. It looked very, like, like a lot of the Yakuza stuff where it's like, yeah, you can spend 100 hours in the Yakuza games if you want to do all that stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is like, if you're completing it or if you're spending a bunch of time inside stuff, then you could reach a hundred, but otherwise it's not going to be super long. Um, from what it looks like, this is going to cover most of the second disc of the original, which um, is a lot of mini games. <laughs> um, okay. You get, you get your Chocobo rate. Well, it's when they go to the gold saucer, which is like a big amusement park, which all has a bunch of mini games in it. Um, plus there's a couple after that later. So like, I, you know, I'm excited. I think seeing a lot of the disc two stuff in there as well, I was like, oh yeah, I do really like this world and I'm excited to spend more time into it. Um, and then they're like, yeah, Zach's here. I'm like, oh good. Okay. I'm excited to also not know what's happening in a story to a game that I've played. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that's exciting to me. Yeah. Um, that Chocobo racing game that looks very low poly. I was into that. Mm -hmm. Um, it looks like they are addressing one of my complaints, which is kind of 
the way movement worked in that original game and how slow it was. They're giving you like mounts, which is like a truck and a Segway. Yes, of course. <laughs> which is very funny. Um, we all love the Segway. And yeah, it, 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 it looks great. I'm very excited. That is coming February 29th next year. Yeah. So very the exciting. The other thing that was very exciting, just in like a pure mechanic sense, was um, something we saw in the Yuffie DLC from Intergrade which is the like team up attacks or if you have your yeah. partner with you and you like charge something up, then you can do a combo attack that does has a different effect or stuff. Um, including the fact that they're adding other party members from the original, like, you know, Yuffie, which we already saw, but catchy and Vincent and all that. Like, it seems like a very robust combat system is coming out is being fleshed out in this game. Yeah, no, it looks great. Um, there's a part in the trailer where Cloud and Sephiroth appear to be attacking together. And as somebody who's never played that game, doesn't really know anything about the story except for the remake stuff and Crisis Core, I'm very excited to see what that's about. <laughs> yep. Is it a flashback? Is it something happening? Like, yeah. All right. That was the state of play. Um, and then next we will do the Nintendo Direct, which actually happened first. So... Going out of order. That's how it goes sometimes. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me pull this up, listeners. Nope, it just pulled up the PlayStation one again. Why? I could get us started on the on the Nintendo. Yeah, why don't you get us started? Um, first thing they opened up with was the Splatoon three expansion pass wave two side order, which is the full title as it's written here. That's a um, lot. <laughs> we just call it side order. Um. When they announced the Splatoon 3 expansion pass, because a lot of Nintendo games have expansion passes now, um, the first wave was literally just a new hub world, which is fine, but you're going to log into multiplayer from a menu anyway, so okay. Um, I did end up getting it last night, which is way after it came out, but the new hub world is just the one from the first game, so that was very charming. You know, you get updated versions of that stuff. Um, otherwise, you know, it's just a way to go to the shops again. Um, but this one, this is the meaty additional single player campaign and man, it looks very cool. <laughs> it's a color palette. We haven't really seen for it. It looks like you can even customize color palettes, which changes your character's abilities. Um, you get new lore characters or returning lore characters like Deadfish, who is from the second game's DLC but only as the person who composed the music, they didn't actually appear. Um, so they're actually a character. Um, get the return of Agent 8 from the Splatoon 2 DLC, which is a very fan-favorite character as well. Um, otherwise, it looks like a mix of the Splatoon 3 campaign modes, but also some of the like Salmon Run stuff with the large amounts of swarm enemies. Um yeah, I'm very excited about it. I love Splatoon, so I'm all about it. Yeah, it looked cool. Um, it looked actually looked like a lot. It looked like it was taken Dear Tabata style a little bit, which is yeah, with fun. the like heavy whites and then the accented colors. Yeah, um, so that's cool. I played half of Splatoon two, really enjoyed it, and then never finished it. So <laughs> I probably won't get to this one anytime soon. But you know, that's cool. I I think it looks great and looks like it'll be quality. So. Yeah, uh, 
as someone who's 100%ed every campaign they've ever made, I'm very excited. <laughs> That's coming spring 2024. Um, Mario versus Donkey Kong. This is a remake of the GBA game, which I played like once at a house. Like I, I feel like I this brought back a very vague memory of me playing my mom's friend's kids version of it because they were babysitting me. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, but I've never actually played this game, and uh, I I could get into this. I'm not sure if I love the generic new super mario brothers style uh i it's just nostalgia but i kind of like the shitty gta gra- or gba graphics yeah but, um, yeah i couldn't help but feel that way too i was like oh yeah this looks like mario which you know isn't very exciting but i don't know maybe that is just nostalgia for the gba sprites but um i was surprised because i'm more familiar with the mario and donkey kong like the ones with the minis the like lemmings ones yeah um so to be for this one to be like no it's like a puzzle platformer i'm like oh okay it's got like the handstand jump from donkey kong 94 on the game boy i'm like okay this is kind of cool i get that it's a remake of the first game in the series essentially but it's kind of cool yeah i don't know i might be into this one we'll see i my prediction for it is they'll want way too much money for it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um they're selling it at fifty dollars. Yeah, that's that's a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Um but that's coming out February sixteenth, twenty twenty four. You know, before we move on, this was I, I had a good time with this drug. Boy did this feel like, oh, we're at the end of the Switch's life, huh? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Like we're getting a lot of remakes of old games here, which is cool. And a lot of them I haven't played actually, so I'm pretty excited about most of them. But yeah, I definitely felt like, oh, we're nearing the end. We're, we gotta be close. <laughs> Yeah, like big new releases that might be being pushed back to launch a new console, but we'll see. Um, it was also pointed out to me that there's a good chance, because after getting to the end of this, I was like, man, there was a lot of Mario in that one. It's like, oh yeah, well, <laughs> they made a movie about Mario and it made <laughs> insane amount of money, so of course. they're probably wanting Gotta to capitalize, capitalize on that. Yeah. So. Of course, of course. I mean, it does look quality. I, I don't mean to like be negative on Mario vs. Donkey Kong, and I, and I, I might get it. Like, there's a chance I'll get it, but yeah, it, it, it does. It, it doesn't look as exciting as some of the other stuff in here. Um, yeah, and February can be a busy month for games sometimes. So yeah, we'll um, a very exciting game, Prince of Persia: The Lost Crown. We got a new trailer for that. Still January 18th next year. I Still probably not going to get it on Switch, but I was excited to see it. <laughs> so apparently, I, I was watching. Um, I actually watched this direct twice. <laughs> yeah. Different, different groups talking over it. And Giant Bob, they played it on on Switch and they were like, hey, it runs at 60 FPS here and it looks really nice. So it actually might be a decent place to play it. Yeah. I, I It was mainly the resolution, I think, was getting to me. The frame rate's great, but like, I was like, man, this game looks really beautiful and colorful and I kind of want that to be at a higher resolution. Mm, yeah. Uh, it just looks so smooth. Like, Yeah. It looks no, so I am smooth, very excited so for good. this one. Like, yeah, I give me those Metroid Dread vibes. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Um, Horizon Chase Two that was out same day, September fourteenth. I played the first one on Switch and actually had a pretty good time with it. So cool. Okay, the controls looked very snappy, so I was kind of into that. But I don't know if I'll buy it. But if it's on sale somewhere, maybe. 
Yeah. Um, I also played it before Cruise and Blast, and I feel like since Cruise and Blast, I have more of a an appreciation of that genre. So I kind of looked at it and was like, oh, that looks like fun. Like I, you know, maybe. Probably not now. There's too many games. <laughs> too many yeah, games, man. Yeah. Um, Super Rhythm Castle, November 14th. I feel like this Excuse one kind of just... Super Crazy Rhythm Castle? <laughs> oh, crazy. I missed the word crazy. I'm sorry. This one kind of <laughs> washed over me. Like, I feel like it just happened. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> like, it didn't really yeah, the, leave an impression. The, the overall, like, control of it looked really janky in some way. Um, but otherwise, I was like, okay, it's a rhythm game. Like, the art style wasn't doing it for me. The mechanics didn't grab me. Um, it's got music from Castlevania, which is cool, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe. Maybe on that one. We'll see. Um, is that a Konami game? Mm, I think so. If not, they definitely got Konami music. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Um, Spy Anya Operation Memories? Yeah, well, so this one's actually misspelled on our list. It's Spy X Anya with an A. It's a spy family um, licensed game. Yes, yes, it is. Only it's centered on a kid just kind of doing kid stuff. And then the characters that I hear people talk about from Spy Family are just kind of standing around. It had cool. a good dog. There you a go. Very good yeah. dog in it. I have not watched Spy Family, so I have no like Yeah, I got no attachment to this. Yeah. Um it's like a life sim, so I guess that's cool of people for fans of that genre, which I am not. Uh, yeah, cool. Maybe. We'll see. Um, Super Mario Maker got another trailer still coming November 17th. Uh, yes, looks Super delightful. Super Mario RPG. Super. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my brain just totally wrote, wrote over that. Super Mario RPG. Thank you. Uh, this looks great. I, I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, the more I see of this art style of it, I'm like, okay, yeah, they kept the spirit of the sprites without doing sprites again. Um, it's a lot brighter than the original was as well, but the yeah, I, I think this will be great. I'm they showed a couple of new mechanical things, like um I think the button timing stuff was in the original, but I could be wrong about that, but it includes the like timing your button presses with the attacks, but if you do it exactly perfectly, it can change it into an AoE attack, which is seems kind of broken, honestly. Um but then there's also like trio attacks where if you fill up a meter you get to do an attack with all three of your characters so yeah. seems cool i think that game was already probably easy enough but could be cool yeah as a recent convert to the mario rpg stuff i i'm pretty into it um another code recollection january 19th the game of the, this direct that made me feel very guilty because i bought another code on ds a long time ago and still have not played it <laughs> yes another code also known in the states as trace memory um and surprisingly also includes its wii sequel that we didn't get in the states That's i think it did cool. come out in europe so it was already translated but yeah it didn't come out in the states uh, but these are like full remakes like i think the, even the original is like fully 3d remake so very exciting yeah they're like um from what i can tell since i haven't played the game my own they're <laughs> like they're like young adult adventure games they look cool um yeah like puzzle visual novels is what the vibe i got japan stop giving me white-haired characters with dark eyebrows just make them white make them albino thank you 
Uh, <laughs> that's a me thing. I get it. Come on. Um, still looks cool. Uh, Princess Peach Showtime, March twenty second. I was surprised this was here. <laughs> yeah, this was one they announced. Well, not by name, but they announced it was coming in the last direct. They're Three like, months yeah, ago, like- they announced it and were like, it doesn't have a title yet, which makes which made me think, oh, this is hella early. We'll hear about this in a while. And then they were like three months, three months later. later oh, actually, like, oh, yeah, it's coming it out is. relatively <laughs> soon. <laughs> Thanks, Nintendo. Very yep, weird of they you. Got it. Um, this sold me on it, honestly. I I kind of looked at this in the first trailer and was like, oh, that's cool. They're doing a Peach thing. It looks very like charming and cute, but also maybe oriented to like um, maybe a younger, a, younger, yeah, younger or an audience who doesn't want to play an action game so much. Um, and then this trailer was it proved to be more of a puzzle game with different outfits that allow you to do different actions and it looked really really charming and wonderful and i'm like okay you sold me yeah i think the charm factor is definitely going to be what sells me on it the watching the trailer a couple times i was like oh yeah the gameplay still looks pretty simplistic um you know like when they got the sword ability and then all the enemies just kind of stood there it's like okay yeah this isn't gonna be maybe the game i want it to be but it'll definitely be cool but but detective peach <laughs> yeah for sure I'm a huge fan of Princess Peach, so I don't, I'm not complaining, but. Saga Emerald Beyond, 
this was like one of three games that all looked like the same to me. <laughs> uh, fantasy RPGs. The Saga yeah. series has been around since the SNES, so it's got its fans. I definitely own a couple of them, but I've never played them. 2024 this one... for this. Um, that wasn't to say it looked bad or any of those looked bad, but there was definitely like a theme here. Where I was like, oh, okay, that's that's a different one. <laughs> yep, yep. Two D um, sprites and kind of three D S backgrounds. I was like, okay, I mean, they look good, but it, there's definitely a style thing happening here. <laughs> there's yep. a trend. Um, next one, very excited about this Tomb Raider one three three remastered. Hell is it yeah! One, is it one through three or is it one two three like the logo says? <laughs> because <laughs> it's very funny to me that they're like it's one through three and then the logo says one and then two and then three <laughs> and it's also not called trilogy because there was two more playstation one two more playstation that one games on here which is a bit weird <laughs> but yeah. okay um yeah but it, it looks really nice like it's got that halo um transition stuff where they've kind of updated the graphics and so you can transition from the old ones to the new ones. The updated versions look very, like, faithful to the old ones. They don't just look like a modern game, which is cool. Like, I think yeah, they, they still... actually look really nice. Yeah, they feel like a smooth version of the originals, which for those games I think is fun. Yeah. Because um, they've already remade the first game a couple times, I think. Very intrigued by this. Hoping that they've done some quality of life stuff for this. I think that's one of the series, like problems is it's I, I believe they don't have checkpoints <laughs> so, oh my god kind of rough with rough platforming so hopefully this collection is doing some some cool stuff to make them a bit more playable yeah i also remember the controls being really really cumbersome so if they do something for that that'd be good yeah but i'm, I'm still pretty interested in this i think it looks really nice uh detective oh that's february 14th uh detective pikachu returns october 6th that's a real stupid release date for this video game. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it in between everything else. I mean, cares? I guess it's a Pokemon game, so maybe it'll be fine, but man. <laughs> yeah, this is technically the second Detective Pikachu game. The first one being on the 3DS. And well, he's returning. Where did he go? He is returning, yes. Um, from what I remember people saying, it was a fine game, but it was way too handholdy, which for a detective game can be make the game feel boring so i hope they do something about that um other than that it's detective pikachu but there's you know newer gen pokemon also there yeah um it kind of looks like an upscaled 3ds game which to me kind of looked appealing but i think most people were like oh this looks like shit <laughs> so <laughs> which is fair um, honestly i've pokemon's in such a weird bubble performance wise because the only thing that pokemon fans compare pokemon games to is other pokemon games so i'm kind of in that mindset too where i'm like oh it looks pretty good for a pokemon game but like yeah if you compare it to other things it's like yeah it's not the best <laughs> i think my brain that just likes little poly stuff was like oh that kind of yeah, no, it's i kind of like good, those yeah. environments but also that's just because i like shitty graphics so <laughs> i can't yeah. really <laughs> yeah like i understand it doesn't it doesn't look great um which is weird for an adventure game, I will say. When you're not doing much, I feel like you could put more attention into that stuff, but whatever. Um, yeah, well, you know how many Pokemon games they crank out constantly. Trombone Champ coming September 14th. <laughs> so was that today? Was that the same day? Yes, it was. Yes. Um, this was one where I was like, okay, this one was a big meme game when it came out because of just how 
janky and weird it is when it was on PC. Silly. It's a very silly game. Like Yeah. No, and I'm and I love that. Um but then they were like, Oh yeah, no, now you can also play it with motion controls, which I think is perfect for that game. <laughs> and then was that also the IR sensor you could play? <laughs> it looks so dumb. Like, just and give so it all silly. the weirdest control options you can yeah. and it'll be funny. So I, I'm into it. And then also with multiplayer, which is hilarious. I will say, um, you ain't gonna get misery business on there. Uh bummer. Which is a huge downgrade. One of the best videos this year. <laughs> that misery <laughs> business cover. Um Yeah, cool. Battle Crash, spring twenty twenty three, closed beta, October twenty twenty three. I don't what remember what this, this was. What was this? Hmm. <laughs> Wow, I'm looking at images of this, and I still couldn't tell you. Okay, <laughs> that probably speaks for itself. Um, Top-down action game? Action okay. RPG? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got time, sure. Battle Crash, to pump up that marketing. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Um, let me look up the next game too oh this rundown says spring 2023 if I said that that doesn't make any sense next year obviously Um, War Tales September 14th I believe this was another one of those oh this this was out the same day what was this this is a medieval tactics game guys I watched this direct twice (laughs) (laughs) sorry War Tales you're boring Um, this was yeah okay this was one of those fantasy games <laughs> that just looks like the other fantasy games um i can't even say it's fantasy i think it's just old <laughs> okay um contra operation Oof. uh galuga. Gal- galuga yeah galuga yeah Oof. <laughs> this is kind of a remake of the first contra game they said kind of a reimagining um i think that was right um it yeah. looks really ugly but yeah, all yeah, I've heard was... <laughs> about Contra is that they're super fun. So that might not matter. Yeah, there's a lot of Contra games that are really ugly. <laughs> um, especially in like the early 2000s, I think there was a couple that are pretty ugly. Um, Way Forward is helping make it, which I was like, okay, they make better looking games than this. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It It does look fun. I mean, it looks like Contra, but visually it is very busy and very dull at the same time which is strange yeah i've never played one of these so it it didn't really do anything for me i you know hopefully it's good hopefully it's fun and whatever visuals you can ignore that that's early 2024 um the third of the third same looking fantasy game uh but more exciting to most people i think unicorn overlord march 8th 2024 this is a new vanillaware game cool yeah so vanillaware makes very pretty games it was Um, pretty it's pretty i think at a cost because vanillaware also makes very visually busy games Mm -hmm. (laughs) um which is great because you get to see more of the art but sometimes when like because this one's also a fantasy tactics game um only with the free movement and not a grid based and the main thing that was like made kind of turned me off to it was when they showed the like battle stats screen and it's got like 16,000 complex looking logos and overlays on it. I was like, Oh, mm, okay. 
This is the I'm reason why I have not played so... 13 Sentinels yet. <laughs> it See, 13 like Sentinels a does a pretty good job, but like, I mean, the battle modes can be hectic, but like they're still readable. This was like every, like sensory overload. I was also watching this on a phone, which probably didn't help, but mm. yeah. Yeah, they make pretty games, but I think this one's gameplay also just did not excite me. So Maybe uh, next time, Vanillaware. Luigi's Mansion 2 HD coming September or summer 2024. Uh, why, why summer? <laughs> it just might not be ready. Um, you want to behold it for October? I guess. I don't know. It's just a weird summer game. I guess, didn't 3 come out in like spring though? So what do I care? No, 3 came out on Halloween. <laughs> okay. One of them came out in spring and I think it was weird, but. Right? I feel like it came out on Halloween. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good game. Um, you know, I, I like Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. I feel like everything I've seen about this game is people talking about like, oh, it's the worst one, but it's the worst one in a great series. So like, Yeah, that's... I mean, we did reviews on them. They're our oldest reviews, but yeah, two is very much the worst of the trilogy, but they're all great. So <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, yeah, the main so things about two I didn't love were some of the 3DS stuff. So hopefully they fix that, like the ice boss. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I also think that part of my issue with two at the time was that like levels felt pretty long um, for portable. I remember kind of getting sick of them and sick of holding the 3DS specifically. So this being on a home console might actually remedy that without them having yeah. to do anything, which yeah, yeah that's a cool. good call. Um, it's also got the best animations, like even worse of three. I think his character in that game is so expressive and so fun. I'm excited for yeah. more people. It's also see the that. first game to introduce the puppy. Yeah, ghost dog friend, love him. Um, we got a museum announcement: <laughs> Nintendo Museum in Kyoto, Japan. Um, it's under construction. They believe it'll be finished in March 2024. No opening date yet because it hasn't been constructed yet. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> cool. If you I, got money to go to Japan. <laughs> yeah, which I do not at the time. Um, I also find it funny that they're like, hey, here's a museum with all of our history stuff. And then they're like one of the worst companies about preserving know, their games. Right. <laughs> this, this, that was the one thing too where I'm like, everybody's like, that's cool. And I'm like, I don't know if I want Nintendo to curate their own museum. I kind of want that to come from a third party. I don't know if I trust them. <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to show the selective stuff, which not that like, like not that there's a thing they're omitting purposefully. It's just that like, there's a lot more stuff that they don't talk about. And like, they're also the worst about cracking down on piracy and preservation efforts. And then they're, fucking drip feed of n64 games is like it's yeah. very much that announcement was very much like we want you to see and appreciate our history but we don't want you to actually interact with it yeah it's a little weird it, it, it could still be very cool um oh, I don't yeah, no. be if, a huge, if i, don't I ever to get to japan i'm going there it's just that like <laughs> that it felt very tone deaf yeah um yeah especially since they didn't <laughs> announce any N64, GBA, like they didn't announce any of that in this direct. Or like give us an idea of what would be on display there. Yeah, well. They're, they're a video game company, so it's like, are you going to have a bunch of screens? <laughs> like, 
Right. It's and there's weird. been video game museum exhibits before, and they're pretty cool. I've been to a couple of them, but um, yeah, I don't know. The, um, the other thing that was pointed out was that that Gulf War bombed Game Boy is no longer in the Nintendo New York store. Oh. Um, so they're like, oh, maybe they moved it over there. I don't, I think it stopped running, which is impressive that it only stopped running recently, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, potentially cool. So cool. Um, we got a couple of Amiibo announcements, if anybody's still collecting those. Well, um, me, because I ordered yes. all of them this morning. Zelda and Ganondorf from Tears of the Kingdom, which I might get. I might get. I'm just thinking about it. They're probably um, already sold out. They're probably gone. I probably don't need to worry about it. Are they sold out? Ganon- Help me. <laughs> uh, they were. They weren't when I just ordered them like a couple hours ago. Don't tell me that. Uh, um, Ganondorf is also four dollars more than a standard amiibo. Well, how many inches is he? <laughs> they didn't disclose it, but he does have a big rock stand. So oh, he has got a big something. Uh, yep. <laughs> got to pay for all those inches. Um, mm-hmm. We also got Xenoblade Chronicles three amiibos. Noah and Milo. Mio. Mio. Mio Mimo. That doesn't mean anything to me, but to you, right? You played that game. Yeah, these were sold out when I went to order them. <laughs> That's funny. Those sold out before the Zeldas. These were also $40 for the two of them, so who knows? Wow, that's... Yeah. Getting I'm that money. a little bit glad that they've sold out because it saved me the $40. Um, and we got a Sora amiibo, which I'm surprised they didn't do already. Uh, it's the last one. Cool. The last That's Smash 2024. Brothers Did you get that one? It's not open yet. It's not okay. available. Uh, fun little shadow drop here. F zero ninety nine battle royale um, version of F zero, <laughs> the original. So it's oh kind of like the Tetris games that they've done before. Came out the same it's day. So funny. Apparently, it's super fun. I downloaded it and have not played it yet, but it's so funny that everyone's like a new F zero game, and they're like, um, uh, yeah. the SNES game, but battle royale. <laughs> Yeah, I also downloaded it and didn't play it um, because I'm a bad person and battle royale scare me. <laughs> but but I've got it, so I'm sorry for not giving impressions. But you can all play it now if you'd wish. Um, if you have a Nintendo Online subscription, I mean, it did look like fun. It looked very chaotic and like like From silly. Here it's great, so that's good. But for, for the, I was honestly like. I know there's not many F-Zero fans out there, but I I feel like some of them are probably in the boat that Metroid fans were when Federation Force was announced. Where it's like, oh, this is all we're getting, huh? I'm sorry. <clears throat> I will say, I feel like I see an F-Zero-inspired game once every three months come out, so... Yeah, but it's not, it's not the as same. if there isn't content there. Um, okay, a couple of League of Legends games that aren't League of Legends, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, Bandai Tale, which is kind of like a life sim farming game. Bandle Tale, yeah, they're like little plant people. I don't, I know nothing about League of Legends, and don't tell me anything about it because I honestly don't really care. But (laughs) I don't know. Game looks fun. Uh, twenty TBA twenty twenty four. Yeah, kind of like a life sim kind of thing. The only thing about League of Legends I know is Arcane, which was that show on Netflix, which I loved. I do not remember the anything, lore. Yeah, anything from any of these games. I don't think they showed up in that series, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, so 
the thing I know about League of Legends is the KDA videos, which are fun, and there was a Rise video, which I think was more about like the tournament scene. That was the Glitch Mob song. That one's pretty good. Their music videos are good. <laughs> okay. Um, and the next one, which kind of looked more interesting to me, Song of Nunu, um, kind of a 3D action-adventure game. Um, we'll see about Reminded that one. Reminded me of Kina. It's not the same, I know, yeah, but... like a worse-looking Kina. Yeah, or it actually <laughs> yeah. reminded me of... Did... There was, like, an indie game from forever ago. Song that... of the North? Yes, yes, that that had that that was very like Inuit. I think Inuit made inspired. Yeah, that one's more cool. exciting to me. But yeah, yeah, and obviously this being a fantasy spin off of a fantasy thing, it's it's that's a different thing. But that's the vibes, which yeah. is maybe a little unfair because I'm just like, oh, it's just reminded me of that culture of that thing. But yeah, yeah. right, um, could be potentially interesting to me. I like these kinds of games. We'll see. They announced one, and I don't even remember if it came out. They announced a League of Legends spinoff game that was, like, in some sci-fi tower city. Do you remember that? Maybe I'm way off, but... There was one that was made by the um, developer who did that Battle Chasers game that looked really sick. (laughs) Was it that one? Maybe. They've been doing these for a minute, so... I mean, whatever. They're giving any developers these rights to make these games that's cool you know like yeah any way to interact with league of legends that's not a moba <laughs> not playing league of legends <laughs> um very per- perhaps the most exciting game in this direct <laughs> warrior where move it got a new trailer still oh November God, 3rd. so good <laughs> what a good time this will be <laughs> god and they're like here's a micro game where you lay an egg i'm like heck yeah give it to me <laughs> I just recently played through Smooth Moves again, and I'm so ready. Like, I, oh my god, I'm so ready. The only thing they haven't shown that is like almost required for this game is they need to have the announcer that announces the new forms, where he sounds like <laughs> just the most boring like business presenter. It's the funniest yeah. thing every time. Oh my god, yeah, incredible! Incre- Smooth Moves is incredible. So I'm, I'm very excited for this sequel-ish thing happening. It's a sequel, yeah. <laughs> Um, Uden Chronicles Hundred Heroes, April twenty third, twenty twenty four. Uh, another fantasy RPG. Uh, yep. Uh, so this some people looks excited more... about this one. So I think this has been in the works for a minute. Yeah, this one looks more classic JRPG style. I think, um, Sweet Coden is what it's. A spiritual successor to I've never played those games, so can't tell you how good that looks, but okay, cool. Cool. Um Eastward Octopia DLC Holiday 2023. Eastward came out is what I thought when this happened. Cause um, I forgot that game existed. Yes, I know one person who owns it and zero people who have played it. Um, but I hear nothing but good things about that. It was like, I think it got a lot of praise from the same kind of people that like the Earthbound games. Cool. Um, so, but then this DLC is like, okay, well, we took Eastward, which was like kind of a visual novel RPG, and we made a farming sim out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, cool. But... I haven't played the base game, which still looks more interesting to me. So cool. 
it's very pretty like it's they also said i think style. you can play this dlc separate from the main game if you wanted so if you like farming sims better then you could play that but cool um cool war groove 2 october 5th 2023 uh neat i have never played advanced wars uh, and this these these are like the indie versions of that basically <laughs> Um, yeah, the most interesting thing about Wargroove 1 to me was that one of the commanders was a dog. One of them, and this one's a mouse. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I mean, it looks nice, so if you just play that Advanced Wars collection and want more, there you go. Well, I just played the Advanced Wars collection, and it reminded me that I'm really bad at tactics games. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm like, every other tactics game now, I'm like, oh, I should be a little skeptical, because I think I'm bad at these, <laughs> even though I've played a couple fire emblems and stuff i'm just like oh maybe i'm bad at these dave the diver october 26th on switch with a free demo available um now uh this has been one that's had some buzz around it for a minute and it's been on pc already right yes yes it has and it looks pretty cool honestly like it's i love got its a, look yeah it's got this very um dense pixel art style where you know it looks like um some of those playstation games that did that and then when you're doing the main gameplay underwater catching fish it's got like a ps1 side scrolling look to it very cool looking um it's got like a loop of where you catch fish and then you run a sushi restaurant at night with the fish you caught it, it, people love it like i've heard nothing but great things about it so cool to see it come to switch yeah, it still might be one that if I play it, I might play it on PC just because, I don't know, the mouse controls for fishing look cool, but it's always good to have it on more platforms, right? Yeah. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course, Passwave 6, that's the title. Um, <laughs> yep, the full full title. Coming uh, holiday 2023, so not really helpful on that end, but yep. we got characters announced. We got Diddy Kong, Funky Kong, and Pauline, and um pizza <laughs> yep so uh, funny story about this dustin and i were actually playing mario kart 8 uh the night before and we were like oh we should s- they should announce that in the next direct which evidently they did but we also remembered that there's only two character slots open <laughs> um and then we we're like oh they'll announce the last two characters right and then they're like here's four it's like um <laughs> where, cool. are you, where are you gonna put them <laughs> Peachette, you can put as like a costume for Peach, right? Like they could do that. But where's Pauline gonna go? Do you put Peachette as a costume for Peach or for Toadette? <laughs> Ooh, good call. Um, depends on the weight class, I think. <laughs> um, but then where does Pauline go? Diddy and Funky Kong. I guess you could do Funky Kong as a skin for Donkey Kong, but like, yeah, I don't know. I'm happy to see our Lord and Savior Funky Kong in the game. I think that's great. Uh, they need to make him overpowered again so that every time <laughs> trial has Funky Kong with Flame Rider. Um, yeah, cool cool to see that. Lots of people excited yeah. about those characters, so that that's fun to see. No new courses course, revealed? Because we already knew that the Daisy one was in there, right? Um, I don't think we did, but oh, okay. that's the one they showed was Daisy Circuit from Mario Kart Wii. I'll be honest, not the most exciting course. That's <laughs> eh, a fun course. Um, I'm, I guess I'm just nostalgic for Mario Kart Wii. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, an Among Us update. Uh, October. Cool. Among Us is a cool game. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't. I don't play it very often, but yeah. that's cool. 
Uh, and then our kind of last big announcement, a Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door remaster coming next year. Yeah, and honestly, it's a really good-looking remaster. It looks wonderful. It looks so good. Part of me, like, I I wasn't ever worried of, about it, right? Because I didn't know it existed before this. But, like, the modern Paper Mario games have been going less towards their paper cutouts and more, like, paper craft, which is another kind of art style that is very cool. Um, it can, So, like... um color splash was very paper craft paper jam which is a mario and luigi game also was very focused on that and then origami king was more you know like 3d things that you can make out of paper right this one being a remake of an older game they're like oh no they are paper cutouts (laughs) but they still give the characters especially the bigger characters a little bit more dimension with their paper where it's not like here's just extra paper kind of floating next to it it's like they are folded and you can see that they're folded um so i really like that detail yeah compared to the gamecube version yeah i I think this looks really nice um it was funny i had almost started playing the gamecube version the day before (laughs) i was like oh i guess i'm glad i didn't start playing that (laughs) um yep interesting that they would do this while they still have mario rpg yeah that was the main thing i was like it's hard for me to get excited about this when mario rpg is eating up all the excitement right like see i'm excited for Mario rpg i was the opposite where i looked at something oh that looks really really damn good i would rather have that right now (laughs) yeah but i guess that is coming out next year so um cool very cool yeah Yeah, this is another thing where it's like okay we're capitalizing on the mario hype right now we got to announce all of them whereas i think this probably should have waited to after mario rpg was out sure yeah i mean it kind of just feels too like that like the the switch 2 is kind of coming next year right (laughs) like this this feels like the kind of announcement it's very exciting it's very cool but it definitely feels like this isn't your big triple a new thing this is an old thing that you're not putting like you're putting effort into but not as much as a new game just to get it out there to make you some money and like we're just waiting for the new things um so cool uh yeah it's also a weird time of the year to announce new things right like you could be anything new and big you announce would be like early next year it's a little late to announce for unless it's kind of a smaller thing or what you announce it for the next holiday season like it's not the right time to announce that kind of stuff um Unless so, they've got a Switch coming out next summer, right? True, yeah, or, yeah, so. Um, yeah, I don't doubt that the Switch 2 or whatever it's going to be called exists with how many leaks of dev kits we continue to see, <laughs> but, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was the Direct. Uh, overall, fun time. I, I enjoyed watching the Direct quite a bit. Um, like we said, not a lot of new things in there, but uh, some, some exciting stuff um the big the big highlight was splatoon 3 for me and warioware yeah warioware looks looks phenomenal i'm excited for paper mario still excited for mario rpg um and then on the playstation side let's go tales of rise <laughs> yep and ghost runner too <laughs> um cool uh anything anything that didn't show up that you were hoping to see there 
Well, Metroid, but what's new? Yeah, I mean they got one <laughs> potentially. They got one somewhere. It's just um, not very not very complete, I guess. No Spyro Force, so the fucking why? Uh, <laughs> why bother? Yeah. Um, no Penny's Big Breakaway, which I'm a little surprised by. They keep sharing little clips of that game on Twitter, but uh, yeah, I'm. That's probably my most anticipated game for next year. So I'm a little like, oh, I want to see that again. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah, we know. Sorry about the um, barren schedule <laughs> for for podcast releases again. I had a rough computer and kind of had to spend all the time it was working doing work. So it's kind of hard to do this stuff. Um, hopefully we'll be doing more of these and, and getting back on our feet with the stuff. Yep. Uh, um, we still, we haven't talked about what we're going to do after this, but you know, we never did finish Halo and there's other stuff we could always talk about. So something's coming. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, we still have a Twitter account if you care about that. <laughs> Safe Station Pod on there. Um, I, I am at Dustin H. Dragon. Um, I will say I do not check DMs anymore unless I know the people because it's just a flood of bots. <laughs> so, always, yeah. Sorry. Um, and I, I don't look at it too much anymore. I just kind of post stuff and then walk away. <laughs> so, um you know <laughs> you can follow me if you want um until there's a better alternative out there where can the people find you connor um i'm at conifer ssr still on twitter um i got a blue sky account if you're on that it's just at conifer on that one um yeah that's pretty much it cool um and yeah we'll we'll see you next time around and please always remember to be good to each other yeah and take care Bye.